Welcome to Blind Cafe's Naked DJ's Podcast, where every day we expose ourselves to the very best music. Some days we like to shake it up, some days we let it all hang out, and others we just like to stick it out there for you to listen to. Welcome to another episode of Blind Cafe Radio's Naked DJ's Podcast. Brought to you by the DJs of Blind Cafe Radio. We got a couple of interesting topics for you today. But first, let me introduce who we have around the round table. We have DJ Tom, Lightning Blind Mike, Dr. Johnny Love himself, and me, DJ Curveball. I would like to take this time to thank you so much for joining me today. Joining us... And let's go ahead and jump into the topics we have today. The first topic we have is the new album that's going to be released by ABBA. It's called Voyage. It's supposed to be released on November 5th. This is their ninth studio album. And it's 40 years after the 1981 Visitors album. This is the 40th year that they have not released any new material. This album is going to contain new material, so we're going to talk about that topic first. First of all, do you guys like ABBA, and what do you think about their new album? We're going to start off with Dr. Johnny Love. Well, I'm not a really big fan of ABBA, but um, I do like some of their songs with the classic stuff, and I did listen to the two uh, ones that Lightning Blind Mike put uh, you know put out that they only have out and eh, it's it's okay to me it's nothing to write home about but I'll wait till the album comes out before I really go off on it and stuff but that way I can just like listen to it and keep an open mind. What about you, Lightning Blind Mike? Are you an Apple fan? Do you remember their album in 1981? Oh, yes, absolutely. I like all of their music. I mean, there was a disc, disco queen, uh, Fernando. And, but yes, I've always been an ABBA fan. And the, uh, the two singles that they released to advertise their album, I did really enjoy one over the other. That's the ALBA don't, or the, 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 the single that I liked was Don't Shut Me Down by ALBA, ALBA, ABBA. And uh, I thought that one was a lot better than the other. I don't think they're going to release their really good ones until the album. But and well, you're more into the music business, and and all of all of you are, if uh, if I'm correct on that. Or maybe they released their top song on their album uh, as a single first. I don't know. But uh, I do like that one a lot better than I uh, did the other one. Uh, the you other know- one. Go ahead. You know, it's kind of funny you mentioned that, uh, Mike, because Sensational Lady Red said the same exact reason why they only put out those two, uh, two tracks. Yeah, they might put out a, a couple of good singles and they might have a couple of more uh, third single coming out as the album go, grows closer as it progresses. And I like Alpha. I mean, I played a couple of their songs on my show, so... It'll be good to hear them come back out with some new music. 
DJ Tom, you're an ABBA fan? Yeah, I'm definitely an ABBA fan. Um, I also listen to the cuts, and uh, I agree with uh, Mike. I I like uh, Don't Shut Me Down. It it has a a definite uh, classic ABBA flavor to it. I thought it was a a pretty good tune. And what I think uh, is really cool. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead with your comment. I was just going to ask, why do you guys think it took them so long? It's been 40 years since they've released any new music. That's a long time. Um, I'll start this because, and I know everybody probably has their own little comments on it, but it's a lot to do with uh, the rumors of uh, the wives liking the other husbands and this and that, and it just turned out to be a big disaster, you know, who's sleeping with whom and, and uh uh, it, like I said, it was just a, they just couldn't get on because back in 81, right before that last album, they were offered a billion dollar contract. The most of the music, uh, group or anybody has ever been offered and they blew it. So, uh, that's a shame. And, uh, but that's the rumors that I heard is them breaking up is because of the, uh, uh, wife swapping and everything else. So you mean to tell me the wife swapping, are, are they all right with the wife swapping now? Or has it ended to make them decide, all right, we're going to come back together? That I don't know. I haven't heard any new rumors, and I don't know if anybody's advertised them yet. Johnny, Tom, have you guys heard of any uh, uh, articles on uh, their their new uh, uh, lifestyle? I think by the virtue of the fact that they've decided to come out with a new uh, compilation of tunes and try to make a comeback. It, it's obvious that they've put whatever differences they've had aside um, for the sake of making music, and I, I commend them for that. I don't necessarily agree with whatever lifestyle they were into, but um, on the same token, I think it's commendable that they're they're putting all that aside for the sake of uh, making music and uh, pleasing their fans. Well, from what I uh, read on Wikipedia, I guess the, um, the having two married couples was great and stuff, but the fame and the uh, stuff like that got to the marriages and broke the marriages up. That's at least, you know, what I read, but I agree with Tom. I mean, that's, there was a rumor about them getting back together and, they did get back together and they basically, like you said, put aside their differences and, you know, hopefully they'll, uh, they'll be back to a nice little tour, you know, get the, uh, get the money, stuff like that. But, uh, that's what I read on Wikipedia about why the, uh, the band split. Now, do they have any tours set up currently or not? I have not seen any. Let me, uh, check real quick. Yeah, I haven't heard of any tours coming up, but you know that uh, both of the songs that we just mentioned already, that uh, they are on the uh, Billboard charts already, aren't they, Curtis? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're, uh, at least one of the songs, uh, Don't Shut Me Down, is, is in the uh, Billboard Top 30, I believe. Now, from what I understand, you know, Julie had this question, but she couldn't make it tonight's podcast because she's under the weather a little bit. So her question is, 
that her music, their music is great. Their voices are as good as ever, as in uh, the way they were back then. I mean, they can still harmonize. Their their voices are just awesome. Uh, she said that their music nowadays really doesn't fit into the, today's type of music. But I told her that wouldn't it be funny though it, with them releasing their type of music actually started a whole new trend over again and people have started making music like them, uh, you know, like it was back in the seventies. So, uh, I mean, what do you think about that, Curtis? Yes. Yeah, another thing I wondered because they were out. So, you know, like you said, the seventies and stuff like that, how are they going to fit in with the new music? But I guess if the album is successful, yeah, it could start it. And that was another thing I was going to ask. Do you think, It'll be successful in this music and this, uh, the, the new music that's out and all this stuff. Sorry okay. about that, Curtis. I didn't mean to jump ahead there. Okay. According to the website Songkick, they're looking to tour starting in uh, London, UK. Um, that's what they're going to be doing most of the touring starting in January 2022. I hope they come to the States because I will try to go. I'm sorry. Make that June 2022. I still would try to go if they made it to the States. Nope. It's going to start in May. And it's, it looks like it's going to be all in the UK. So uh, them coming to the States, I don't think that's going to happen, which would be a shame because that would be cool if they did show. And that might be why they're not coming to the States, that they might have a better audience in the United Kingdom. What do you think, Tom? You you have your show, The Slice of the 70s, so you'll definitely be probably playing them. But do you think that their their music will be successful with the music that we have today? I think they had a broader audience, even back at the height of their popularity in, in Europe and, and the UK more so than the United States, even back then. So I, I, I think uh, their success will continue um, in, in Europe and the UK. The, the new fan base, they'll, they'll be able to reach a whole new uh, audience 40 years later. That, that, that's tremendous. Okay, guys, here's a little update for y'all. Um, seeing upcoming concerts, they got 13 of them. October 19th, 20th, and 22nd, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Concord, New Hampshire, Brunswick, New Jersey. So if you want to go to their concerts, Lightning Blind Mike, you're going to have to go to the East Coast. Well, 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 wait. <laughs> I am wait on the East minute. Coast. Wait a minute, I've got even better news for LBM. March, 20, uh, March 26th, 29th, and 31st of 2022, they'll be in Clearwater, Palm Beach, and Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And I will be there. So there you go. He'll be at all three of them. If I can afford it, yes. <laughs> all right, you guys got any, any more comments on, on this album, new album? What I did, I did find. I'll be there. Oh, sorry, Tom. Tom, you'll be there in Clearwater. Yeah, you bet. I. They're probably going to be at um, 
at uh, a venue uh, concert venue here called uh, Ruth Eckert Hall. They're, they're probably going to pack the place out. That means you and I are going to have to get tickets together and go. Uh, you guys, your homework will be to uh, do a report on the show and what you thought of it. Maybe I can get Tom to go backstage and interview them. All right, anything else? Uh, Tom, where did you uh, stay in Clearwater you thought it was going to be? If they're going to perform in Clearwater, the only possible place they could perform would be at a venue uh, called Ruth Eckert Hall. Ding, 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 ding. Congratulations, sir. That's where they're uh, performing at. The one thing I really thought was really cool is that it's the, you know, uh, one question that Tom asked me, uh, what was it, the, earlier today or this morning? No, while we were on the phone, I think he said, you know, is it the original artist? And I said, yes. And I thought that was cool. It was, you know, the original four. And uh, I just really think that they're really going to make a uh, a big comeback. I, I really do. I think they're actually going to uh, make it to, no- if they can make it to number one with one of their songs off the new album, that would just be a bonus right there. Got to agree with that. Everybody, break out the disco, uh, disco clothes. Yeah, and listeners, leave them comments on YouTube and let us know what do you think about the new songs, and you're going to go check out any of their concerts? And having said that, we got to pay some bills and roll right into a commercial break. You are listening to the Naked DJs podcast brought to you by the DJs of Blind Cafe Radio. L-A-U-G-H-F-I-R-M-A-T-I-O-N-S Laughformations.com L-A-U-G-H-F-I-R-M-A-T-I-O-N-S Laughformations.com Love to laugh? Go to Laughformations.com for more information. Tick, 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 talk, tick, 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 talk.
welcome back to the Naked DJs podcast brought to you by the DJs of Blind Cafe Radio. The song that you just heard was the new Blind Cafe Radio anthem. It was called Countdown Begins. It's by Crystal and Matt Serbo, the band Disillusion Purity. The name of the album is Viral Deflection. It is set to come out this summer, but they have decided to donate the proceeds to Blind Cafe Radio, and that is the song they made for Blind Cafe Radio. And that's the next subject that we're going to be talking about. I'm going to let MJ tell us a little bit about the guys and about the band and why they decided to do this song for BCR. <laughs> okay. I know, I know Chris. I've uh, known Chris for many years, probably since uh, like 2003. And because uh, him and I used to wrestle together uh, professionally on tour and everything. And he used to wrestle for me for Rocky Mountain Championship Wrestling as well. And uh, when Chris started basically getting out of wrestling, I mean, he's always uh, played in music before, but when he started getting back out of wrestling and, you know, starting to slow down and retire from it, he went back to writing and playing music or writing and producing and playing in bands again. And I think this is going to be his uh, fourth or fifth studio album, if I remember correctly. Uh, So, as for uh, Matt Servo, I don't, I've never met him. I've heard a lot about him. I think, it, I think he's a really cool guy from what I heard here and him and Chris have been together for a long time. So the only history I can give you uh, about any of that is uh, Chris. Now I do know that Chris was also trying to start up a band with other wrestlers at one point, And it was again, it was with Maeve himself. And I forget who the other members were. And, uh, of course, that one didn't quite work out. That's a shame because uh, uh, Maeve was the guitar player. She was uh, the guitar player. And, of course, Chris was the singer and so on. But, um, yeah, but other than that, that's it. It's, uh, Chris was just – I've known Chris more as a wrestler than a singer. So when I heard that he's done this for quite a while and he's working on his, like, fourth or fifth studio album, I was just like, wow, now that's pretty cool. So tell us what kind of band they are, and then we'll go around – the table and see what people thought of the song chris does a lot of heavy metal as you just heard and he does do some ballads and and uh, he does uh has some uh, songs that uh, tempo down a little bit i guess if that's the correct how you say it but he's basically metal he doesn't do rap or anything like that uh he's always been a uh, a metal person and i just can't wait to hear what other songs he has on that album can you tell us why he decided to make this song for Blind Cafe Radio and what, what made him decide to donate the proceeds to Blind Cafe Radio? He told me that uh, he wants to do it for the charity. He really likes the charity. A, you know, A, because he's probably known me for a long time and he knows, uh, uh, you know, he's been around the blind community quite a bit. Well, basically me for the most part. And he's uh, seen, you know, what I can and can't do. And the struggles that I have of what I can and can't do. And when I told him what BlindCafe.net and BlindCafe Radio was all about, as in how it helps out other blind people to become uh, better people, to be able to socialize better, you know, uh, we get them equipment, you know, whatever they need, hopefully, to uh, help them get a job. We have a 
member on blindcafe.net, she got herself a job because uh, we at blindcafe.net got her a braille writer for work. And it was really cool. And because she couldn't work without one, they're expensive. They're, uh, they're like six, $800 up to a thousand, if I remember correctly. And blindcafe.net was able to get her one. And now she actually has a job. So we do a lot of really good work for the community. Uh, and uh, we help out the, uh, uh, our, our blind members out as much as possible. So, uh, and I, and that's due to a lot of help of all the other members as well. We have a board, everything else. So, uh, anybody else has any other questions or if you have any other questions, uh, you got Johnny and Tom here too. So I'll, uh, be quiet. Yeah. Go ahead and jump in there. If you guys got any questions or anything like that, I will say I'm not really like a metal head or a heavy metal type of person. I do like rock, but not that heavy, but I like the song and I do like the fact that he took the time to say, Hey, I'm going to do this for blind cafe radio and I'm going to donate the proceeds cause he could have, you know, done anything else with it. So I thank him. And, and I think it was a good lyrical song. It sounded like he was talking about stuff that's relevant to, for today cause he's the lead vocalist and Matt is the drummer, good drums. And I appreciate you, Chris and Matt disillusion period for taking the time to donate to blind cafe radio oh i got to admit i i love the song i was head banging to it and uh air guitaring and uh you know chris thank you for you know for doing this for us and matt love the drumming uh would you get mad if i tried to countryfy that bad boy you know i mean uh, <laughs> that's, that's a good challenge right there i think tick talk tick yeah, I already, I already told him that he would, you would try to, uh, you would talk about doing that. And he, uh, he said, well, let me countryfy it first just to show him how, it, how horrible it would sound. <laughs> no, no, no. We, I, I've already talked to him about that. He, he's, I don't know if he, uh, uh, gave me a straight answer if he would like you to do that or not. Oh, no, no, no. See, no, I, I know better. Cause I've, I've heard one, one song, that was re I was countrified and you know it's what it is uh MJ uh <clears throat> you big <clears throat> witch show me all night long yeah no 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 <laughs> but no, no I no. did love I, I did love the song I I got into it and I do love some heavy metal stuff um I kind of put it up there with um and here's another band that uh, I don't know if anyone's ever heard of Fozzy and Chris Jericho's uh, the song Judas. I kind of put it up there with that. That was that was a really good song. I mean, I, I was rocking out to it. Tom, what do you think? I'm appreciative of the fact that um, Chris has decided to not only support uh, MJ uh, as a friend, but uh, to support um, the endeavor that MJ is heading up, and that's Blind Cafe Radio. I'm very appreciative of the fact that he's that he's taking an interest in in what we're doing here. Not my cup of tea, uh, obviously. I'm definitely not into to metal. I I think this song has a certain morbidity to it, personally. But hey, to each their own. Yes, you're the '70s guy, and uh, if you've listened to the words when they when he says and the and the horseman will ride. 
he was talking about the four horsemen. So yes, there's a lot of, you have to listen to the words and all that, but yeah, I knew you were going to say that Tom, just for the fact that you are the seventies guy, you love your seventies. And uh, that was definitely too heavy for you. Yeah. But MJ, he, Tom doesn't look like Mike. Awesome. You know? I mean, the... no, he looks like Tom. Is, are you guys going to be playing this song on the radio at any point or what are you going to do with it? It doesn't fit well, my format, but hey, like I said, to each their own. Yep. <laughs> uh, I've talked to Chris about that. We do want to play it on Blind Cafe Radio. Now, on my end, it sounded a little uh, uh, distorted and all that, so maybe I didn't get a good copy or maybe my computer's messing up. But I will talk to Chris about uh, getting it. did. It sounded like it needed to be mixed down or, or it was just like a rough draft or something. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. It was. Because when I listened to it, it was a lot clearer when I first heard it. So I just don't know if it's from, with the, uh, with the uh, server that we're using uh, that I went through, if, that's, if, uh, if that messed that up or not. But I will make sure there's a clear copy for everyone to listen to and, and enjoy the music. And it, I just think it's awesome. And Chris told me that he was done with the music and all of a sudden he got back into it again. And I bet you he decides to release another one here after that. Well, what, what we could do is uh, when the album gets close to release, somebody could do a commercial like Johnny or somebody can do a commercial talking about the new album. Be sure to pick up the Vile Deflection album in the stores coming out June 1st, 2022, or just whenever, you know. I think that uh, I, I volunteer for Curtis for that one. I second yeah, that because Curtis got the voice. And the microphone. I Every time I listen to his show, I'm like, wow, I wish my microphone sounded that clear. And I don't have a cheap one, but I just don't have an expensive one like he does. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. And uh, I don't think I could play the, you know, Chris's song on uh, Raising Country Cane. Or, I don't, well, I don't think it would go over too well on the Moonlight Rendezvous either. Although. No. and we and, It could be uh, played on mixing up the music. Yes, it can. <laughs> I'd be willing to pay, play it. I'm all about running up into the intro, telling people, hey, this guy's supporting us. We appreciate it. You know, stuff like that. I mean, yeah. I'd, I'd, give, I'd give it a shot on, uh, you know, Raising Country Kane. What about the possibility of having the guys uh, on and have them promote their own album? They were actually, last week we were supposed to do our podcast, as you guys know, and that's why we're doing it this week, today. Chris was going to be here last week. He was going to talk about it and do some more, but that's a great idea, Tom, when they get ready, when they get closer to releasing the album, or if they decide to re release another single, then let's get them on here and talk to them and talk to them about their single and maybe get some personal thoughts on what they did to come up with this album. All righty, rap party. There we go. Yeah, because I would definitely like to know the, why behind the name and, and just w what the album is about, the theme and stuff like that. Because I interview a lot of singers on my show, and that's what I ask them. How did they get started and about their projects? What do you think, uh, Curtis? Uh, part two next week with Chris, and uh, we can talk to him a little bit, or do you want to wait and see? And I can't do it next week because it's my son's birthday. I got to take him bowling. Oh, absolutely. That's awesome. Uh, how old is he going to be? He will be nine years old, October 7th. 
And you heard that, listeners. Make sure you guys type in the in the show notes or in the window there and wish his son a happy birthday. Um, but no, uh, we will do a part two. I just don't know when, and I think it'll just be awesome. Uh, and hopefully that Maria and Julie can join us for that one. Part two would be good, man, because I'd like to have Chris and uh, Matt come on and because I'd like to find out what, you know, uh, when they're writing a song, what makes them, where do they get their ideas from? Now, I can tell you this. Chris told me that, you know, when he wrote songs a long time ago, he wrote a lot of songs that he never released. He did say he rewrote some of the lyrics off of some of the songs that he wrote in the past. And that will be on this album if I if I am saying that correctly. I do I believe I am. So yes, I uh, I think a lot of people could get a lot of history from him and Matt, as in you know if they both wrote songs together and so on and things like that. I think that would be cool for everyone to find out. Absolutely. Anybody got any further comments or anything to add? Tom, you're kind of quiet over there. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering about if 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 he. If they wrote uh, TikTok or whatever they call it, um, based on um, the end of time, revelation, that kind of thing. And also with you. And then the vowel deflection. And all three of you actually being in the music business, too, you guys would actually have a lot in common as in you know, with the performing and everything else. So one thing I did not do as a performer, I didn't sing, but I did wrestles. So uh, that's the one I will be quiet when you guys start uh, doing a, a round table on that one. I'm the one that will be quiet in that one. Oh, you, you mean you, you didn't want to do like, uh, like what, uh, what Brian Armstrong did when uh, he did the song that Jeff Jarrett came out to the ring to be, uh, be my baby to know um, or something like that. I don't think I ever saw that fun, but yes, uh, uh, I'm, I'm just anxious to, uh, get this going and, and, uh, I'll let Curtis take back over now and, uh, and, uh, thanks Chris. We really do appreciate it. Yes, we really do appreciate you, Chris and Matt for doing what you do. I would like to know if the listeners like the song. So put it in those comments, let us know how you like it. This brings to the end another episode of the Blind Cafe Radio's Naked DJs podcast brought to you by the DJs of Blind Cafe Radio. I'd like to thank you so much for tuning in, listeners, and ask you to follow, rate, review, share this episode to as many people as possible after listening and let us know how we're doing. If you got any feedback, if there's any topics that you want us to cover just let us know just hit us up you can go to our brand new website www.blindcaferadio.com you can search blind cafe radio on facebook and twitter and like and follow us hit us up that way until next time we are the naked djs of blind cafe radio the station that raises cane Thanks for listening, everyone. Take care.
go and check out Blind Cafe Radio at blindcaferadio.com and also follow us on Twitter at Blind Cafe Radio and on Facebook at Blind Cafe Radio. Make sure you visit our webpage at blindcaferadio.com where you can visit our naked DJ. And this is the Blind Cafe Kangaroo. Sorry. <laughs>